0: Hello and welcome to Quick Link Podcast for Friday the 9th of July. There's just 10 shows to go until our 200th episode. Just to think, back in December, I was surprised if I made it to two. These are still going up a day later than usual at the moment, with my apologies. Currently debating whether to move to a morning upload rather than a panicked evening one, but I'll see how my workload pans out. Either way, there'll still be a daily show, it just might be a day late. They'll be across all the platforms as usual. It usually hits Spotify first, then Apple, then trickles to Overcast, Stitcher and Google... And YouTube's the last one to upload, because I have to do that manually. Anyway, on to news about more important people. Elan Van Wilder may be set to leave DSM in the coming days, with the team already holding a pretty bad reputation for keeping hold of talent. Van Wilder is reportedly already negotiating terms with other teams for 2022 and beyond, and an early exit may be on the cards. DSM have denied rumours of a rift between themselves and the 21-year-old German, stating he's contracted for another 18 months. Another rider looking to move next year is Brian Cocard, with Cofidis set to sign the B&B Hotel Sprinter to fill the shoes of Elia Viviani, whose two years with Cofidis have been about as successful as mine have with Cofidis. We reported last month that Finn Fisher-Black would be signing for UAE Team Emirates after his time with Jumbo Visma's development team ends in the new year, but it would appear he's set to join the team early and could be racing for them as soon as August. And Ruth Winder has announced that this year will be her last racing at the pro level, having joined the pro peloton with United Healthcare in 2014. The 28-year-old former American champion is in her third year with Trek Segafredo, since joining from Sunweb in 2019. 16 wins to her name, including Brabantia Pyle in April, and a stage on the 2018 Giro. Winder will soon head to Tokyo for the Olympics, and she posted on the Trek Segafredo website the following statement, saying... I've been on the verge of making this decision for a few years, and just really feel at peace with it now in my heart. I've reached so many of my dreams already, but my heart misses home while I'm on the road so much of the year. Winder is currently racing at Girodonna, and that's where we start with today's results. Guess what? In Italy, a pan-flat stage ending in a bunch sprint. What's Italian for Kel surprise? 1294 kilometers from San Vendemiano, heading due east through Treviso to a finishing circuit in Montegliano. Cecily Utrup, ludwig and Julie van der Velde not taken to the start line this morning, both suffering the effects of crashes earlier in the race. Also not starting were the remaining five riders from the typical Silicon Valley team. After a positive Covid test was returned within the camp, team management taking the safest option and withdrawing from the final three stages of the race. Lorena Wiebes of DSM added to her nine previous wins this year and doubled up at this year's Giro by finishing fastest ahead of Emma Norsgaard of Movistar and local lady Maria Vittoria Sperotto of the AR Monek team. Anna van der Breggen leads an SD Works 123 on GC still. She's 255 clear of Ashley Mormon Passio and 307 from Demi Vollering. Final roll of the GC dice tomorrow with the finishing climb of Monte Matador in the Julian Alps ending a 122-kilometre day that also rolls over the Cat 2 climb in Stregna. Matador is 14k long, averaging almost 8%, with the last 3k to the line at 11. It's understood Marianne Vos won't be joining in the fun tomorrow as she now switches her attention to Tokyo. After starting yesterday in Utrecht, the Balabar's Ladies Tour crossed the border into Belgium after yesterday's prologue for stage one, being held over nine laps of a circuit in Eeklo, pan flat for 1156 kilometres around a route map that, um, well, if you've not seen it on Pro Cycling Stats, do look it up. Uh, up is the word. A three-way break went late and held off the charging pack to grab the podium spots. Misha Bredowold took her first professional win in the 21-year-old's first year of racing with Park Hotel Valkenburg. Second for Kinty Tom of GT Crush Tunap. Third for Kelly Vandersteen of Bingo Casino. Before the pack came charging home nine seconds later, Lonica Unikin of Estiworks pipping Anna Henderson of Yumbo Visma to fourth. Double day on Saturday. 84k flat circuit race in the morning, then a 7.6 individual time trial in the afternoon, both finishing in knocker heist. Women's racing also continued in the Czech Republic with a very lumpy stage 2 of Tour de Femina, held over a trio of circular loops starting and ending in Krasna Lipa. The bunch split into three distinct groups over the toughest of the circuits, the one that tackled the Vichy Hora climb twice. Come the line, a group 30 strong contested a sprint between them. Nina Boisman making a double day for Park Hotel Valkenburg after Brederwald's win in Belgium. shirin van Anrooy making it a Dutch 1-2 with third taken by Julie de Wilde. Almost 100 finishers, losing huge chunks of time. The next group over the line were over 11 minutes down. Several riders came home over half hour down and nine not making it to the line at all. There is a similarly lumpy parkour for Saturday Stage 3, out and back from Rumburk. Joss Loudon of drops leads GC from Corina Lechner of Team Stuttgart by five seconds. And on to the boys and the Tour de France. The second longest stage of the race this year took the riders from Nîmes, heading southwest to Carcassonne along the perimeter of the Haut Languedoc Natural Park. Just one classified climb today, the Catfour Côte-de-Pique Saint-Louis 50k in, but it's certainly not a flat day. Pagaccia leading Urán by 5.18, Vinigo at 5.32, Carapaz at 5.33 and O'Connor at 5.58. At the start of the day, Michael Gogol opting out of the race, meaning 154 riders, took to the start line. The race for the green jersey would be the most entertaining battle of the day until the line, Cavendish starting in Nîmes with a 59-point lead over Matthews, 70 on offer over the course of the stage. A number of small breaks attempted to clip off the front early on, but by Peak Saint-Louis, Everyone was still together or thereabouts. Pierre Latour picked up the sole KOM point of the day and then he, Sean Bennett and Omer Goldstein established themselves as the trio up the road with Goldstein first over the intermediate sprint in Font. After that first trio, Colbrelli added 13 points to his green jersey total, 11 for Matthews, 10 for Morkel, Philipson with nine and then Cavendish with eight and then the rest of the minor places. That took Cavendish to 229 points, Matthews to 173 56-point gap, meaning a stage finish, would keep the Maivere on Cavendish's shoulders, regardless of his result. As the race climbed up to Minerve, Bennett was distanced by Latour and Goldstein in the break. His exploits were done, sliding back to the bunch, who then had some drama of their own just outside 60k to go, as around two dozen riders ended up on the deck. Three of the worst affected were bike exchange duo Simon Yates and Lucas Hamilton, with Roger Kluger of Lotto Soudel also calling it a day to Carcassonne, and an absolute masterclass by de Kernick Quickstep, who had Ballerini, Declerc, Klerk, Devenint, and Morkel in the train for Cavendish. Morkel dropping off Cavendish within metres of the line, and de Kernick Quickstep grabbing a rare bunch finish 1-2. Mark Cavendish cementing his reputation as the greatest male sprinter of all time, moving level with Eddie Merckx on 34 Tour de France stage wins. Could he do it in Paris? Michael Morkel, a very well-deserved second, Hope he gets a win at some point. That would be fantastic for all his hard work. Once again, the bridesmaid was Jasper Philipsen, who took third for Alberson Fenix. Five trips to the podium for him so far over the past fortnight, yet to stand on the top step. No changes in GC, of course, but Cavendish pulls 101 points clear of Matthews in the race for the green jersey. 1837 kilometers tomorrow, as the race has a peak at the Pyrenees from today's finish in the beautiful city of Carcassonne and heading south over de Bac and to Montsegur before heading east over three more classified climbs to a finish in k We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for sticking with us. Normal service shall be resumed shortly. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Quicklink Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news and results. We're online at quicklinkpod.co.uk and across social media at quicklinkpod. You can support this show by using the code QUICKLINK when you shop with VeloSkin.cc for all your chamois cream and skincare needs, and also at efswheels.com, where UK customers can get themselves a full set of tubeless-ready, full-carbon wheels for under £500. Please like and subscribe, share the show, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye now.